What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into a Tuesday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk. Matt, really, that's the handle for everything. Instagram. The Daily Juice is TikTok. We have not done a TikTok video in a while. Maybe I'll do a TikTok video coming up for a quickie little parlay I've got for you guys coming up today. And yes, you heard that right. I'm going to do a two-team money line parlay today in baseball because I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm bored. I'm annoyed. I'm I'm frustrated. And I want us... I mean, we've not been winning wagers. Yesterday was a good day off. So we kind of kicked our heels up and took two future bets that I had made earlier in the week or earlier last week. And so we had that. And so nothing on the board last night. That was a kind of a palate cleanser for me. And now hopefully we get going here with a couple of plays. If you want to use the bet MGM offer on the parlay, you can. It's a plus 131 money line two leg parlay. And you've got the 20 bucks above me on YouTube where you always find daily juice. 20 bucks to win $100 on any event using that promo code juice 100 at BetMGM or BetMGM.com or the BetMGM application with new signups using that promo code JUICE100. So a couple things on the on the college football front. So we've now given you four plays on college football futures. I've got six NFL win total bets going and four college football win total bets going. That's pretty much it. That's kind of my threshold and that's, I mean, for me, that's quite a bit of money to have be tied up for as long as it's going to be tied up, but I'm comfortable with it. And that's just kind of the way I'm going to roll here. But for college football, again, it's UNLV over one and a half wins. It is Ole Miss over seven and a half wins. It's Nebraska under six and a half wins and it's Iowa under eight and a half wins. Those are the four bets we've got going for future wagers uh, in college football. But Interesting to see Ole Miss today. Lane Kiffin, who is 30 pounds lighter, Lane Kiffin has has announced that he is 100%. His organization, his program is 100% vaccinated. Everyone. In a state in Mississippi with only 35% vaccination. Now, that is phenomenal news for a variety of reasons. It's a great signal. It's a great message. And it's a really good thing for a football program that's going to be traveling around the SEC into states where COVID is raging. The chances of COVID, an outbreak happening in that locker room for Ole Miss is low. So I'm really psyched to see that. And Lane Kiffin said, didn't want to get political just a statement. And that's the thing. Vaccines aren't political, guys. Just FYI. It's not a political statement to say get vaccinated. It's not political. Okay. It's a good thing. And so now Lane Kiffin's whole program is vaccinated. And so the chances of them forfeiting a game or missing a game due to COVID, very little. So that's phenomenal news for the seven and a half over seven and a half Ole Miss bet, which is my favorite bet of the college football season going into the year is Ole Miss over seven and a half wins. I am so high on the on the Rebels. I think they're going to be phenomenal. Can't wait to watch their football games and bet the over <laughs> and bet overs and overs and overs on Ole Miss. They're going to score a ton. They're going to give up a ton. You know, 70 points a game basically is what we're going to see out of Ole Miss. But if they're in shootouts, that generally bodes well for them. So those are our four bets for college football. I don't think I'll have really anything else. I might have one or two, but like I mentioned, we're pretty committed to the futures market. And I kind of wanted to get to real games and start betting on real games. So that's kind of where I am for that. All right, let's start talking about plays here today. And well, the Pete Rose autographed jersey is up for grabs. Okay. If you guys go to bettingpros.com, 
And well, if you guys go to Apple or Stitcher and leave a review and then go to bettingpros.com slash juice, take a screenshot of the review, drop it in and you are entered. If you've already entered into the contest previously, you are already into the podcast for the Pete Rose side in Jersey here in the month of August. So it's a pretty, pretty cool keepsake. Maybe you youngsters don't care about it, but I think people who grew up in the seventies and eighties would be pretty, you know, it's a pretty good talking piece for your for your man cave, have a Pete Rose autograph signed jersey in there, hung up, framed, and whatnot. So, pretty cool thing we're giving away here this month at the end of the month for the month of August. Due to what happened <laughs> with Patrick Kane, uh, not Patrick Kane, sorry, um, with uh, with uh, uh, Evander Kane, the uh, Pete Rose interview is not going to happen. <laughs> they said, "Yeah, man, yeah, no." Not going to happen. No, no big surprise because, well, you asked Pete Rose. So what about betting on games you managed? Yeah. So that's that interview now is dead due to what happened with the Sharks player and the investigation going on with the NHL. Uh, We did record episode five of the Sharps report. This is going to feature Patrick Everson, a longtime sports media member. If you have not gone and subscribed to the Sharps report, please do that right now. And you'll get it coming up on Wednesday morning. The video We're like one episode behind. Episode four with Alan Bell will come out on the YouTube channel. The first three episodes are already out on Betting Pros' YouTube channel. Episode four probably comes out sometime today, tomorrow, and then episode five will drop at some point Thursday, Friday for video. But the audio will be out Wednesday morning for Patrick Everton and myself going over everything happening in the sports gambling world. And it's been a big, big week in the sports gambling world. New York. The buying out of uh, of the of the score by Penn National Barstool Sports potentially doing a deal with Major League Baseball. I mean, it is a big week in the sports gambling world, and we talked about all of it coming up with Patrick Everson on Wednesday for episode five of the Sharp Report. Go subscribe where you get your podcasts for episode five of the Sharp Report. Go to YouTube, and I again, I've got this goal: five thousand subscribers. On YouTube, I again, I'll find something really cool to give to give away or to intensify you guys to do that. We haven't come up with it yet, but I'm trying to get to 5000 subs by the start of football season on the YouTube channel. So if you're on YouTube, if you haven't subscribed to the betting pros, YouTube channel, fantasy pros has like 100,000. <laughs> now, we're not going not to catch them, but I would like to get to 5000 on YouTube before we get done here with the month of August. So do me a favor, go subscribe on YouTube if you can. Okay, so here we are with baseball. I've got three plays for you guys coming up here on baseball. Now, the Boston Red Sox are a team that I have been winning with, not consistently, but pretty well over the last couple of months. Red Sox were off yesterday. It is Luis Patino up against Eduardo Rodriguez. All right, nine and a half is the total here for this game. The Red Sox score over five runs a game, and they have their backs against the wall. Erod has not been good. He's been getting hit. He's been getting hit consistently. The starting pitching for the Red Sox has been absolutely atrocious. I think there is value on the Red Sox here at minus 120 because it is a must-win baseball game. They're four games back of the Rays. Fenway is going to have a playoff-type atmosphere You have an off day for the Red Sox to sit around and read the media and listen to all the negativity that's around that team right now. J.D. Martinez is out, but I think this team is going to score. I think you'll see Verdugo. I think you'll see Devers. I think Bogarts. I think maybe even some, you know, maybe even a guy like Hunter Renfro. I I think these are the guys who are going to get after it here tonight. I like over nine and a half runs to be scored here. I think the Rays are going to score. I think the Red Sox are going to score. I'm not sure who wins the game. 
I think it could be a 6-4, 6-5 win one way or the other. I don't trust the Red Sox bullpen. I don't trust the Rays bullpen that much either. And the Red Sox are at home and they've had chances to, to pour on some runs here. Uh, I, I thought about going first five, but I'm a little worried about the Red Sox offense being able to score enough to get over on the first five, which would be four and a half or five. So I'm going to hope that the bullpen coughs up a bunch of runs and both teams score a ton here tonight. I'm going over nine and a half runs at minus 110 for a half a unit for the Red Sox and the Rays. And let's see if both Patino and Patino and Rodriguez both get hit hard by the offenses. And we see a lot of runs being scored here. Lean on the Red Sox to win the game, but I'm not comfortable given the way they've played and how poorly they have been playing. I'm a little concerned about the Red Sox losing this game, but I think it's going to be high scoring over nine and a half. Red Sox raise is the first play of the game of the day. Okay, second play. And this is a little bit weird because I looked at playing the first uh, a run. Yes. In the first inning pretty aggressively here. For the Pirates and the Cardinals, it's Jay Happ up against Stephen Baralt. I don't know much about Stephen Baralt. He's a youngster. Uh, he may be okay. He was okay last year. And this is an interesting game, and it's a little bit of a weird game because I went and counted. The Pittsburgh Pirates haven't scored a run in the first inning for 13 consecutive games. So I can't, I hate Jay Happ with a passion, but he pitched pretty well in his last game. The Cardinals offense has not been scoring all that well lately. And the Pirates offense is an absolute dumpster fire right now. I mean, they are not scoring at all. They're 30 games under 500. They've scored two, three, zero, four, two, eight, uh, eight, two, four, three, and zero. (laughs) They're just not scoring any runs at all. Now on the other side, the Cardinals equally are not exactly scoring a ton of runs either. Five, five, four, 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 one, seven, one, five. They're not raking the baseball either. So I think these are two teams that are kind of middling. The Pirates are cashing out. The Cardinals aren't playing great. They're one game under 500 right now at 55 and 56. It's a little dicey with the starting pitching because Hap could get tattooed and give up a ton of runs. I, I totally understand that since coming over after the trade deadline. But, you know, he pitched against Atlanta five innings, two earned runs, five hits, one home run. But he pitched pretty well. <laughs> and so it's sort of like, all right, let's see if he can try to duplicate what he did in his first start with the Cardinals coming over to the National League. And sometimes American League pitchers do pitch well because the hitters haven't seen him. So we don't have much experience up against him. And I I mean, the Pirates offense just doesn't score. So as long as we don't see the Cardinals erupt for like eight runs, I think the under is a good play here. At minus 120, we're going under nine and a half runs. Cardinals, Pirates, and maybe it even goes up. Maybe you you might get 10. If you get 10, that's even better. So try to find such a shop around. But maybe by the time you guys are listening to the podcast, it's at 10 and take the under for Cardinals, Pirates, just simply because the Pirates aren't scoring at all home or away. They're just not scoring and the Cardinals aren't really scoring either. So, you know, watch a run get scored in the first inning. I was leaning there. I was looking at it because, you know, the Pirates are still 67 and 45 all time to a yes run in the first inning. But they have been so cold in the first. It's basically putting it all on the Cardinals. And again, we don't know enough about Baralt to really have a great idea as to what he's going to do in the first inning. Against the Cardinals, he could get raked. He could go up three up, three down, and then we're and then we're done. So 
Uh, I'm going to skip on that, but we're just going to go under nine and a half for the Cardinals and the Pirates for a half a unit. And here's the parlay. If you want to use it, go ahead. If you want to jump on it coming up here for these uh, for this, it is a plus 131 parlay that you can jump on with the BetMGM offer, which would give you 20 bucks to win 100 or 20 bucks to win more than $100. If you want to go ahead, I, I guess not. Well, no, it would be, yeah, I'm not doing my math. So you win it, you, if you lose it, you win 100. If not, you get 20, you know, double your money plus, right? So here we are Giants and the Astros. Okay. Giants are taking on the Diamondbacks at home. The Rockies are on the road at the Astros. These are the two worst baseball teams on the road in Major League Baseball. I'm not going to handicap all this all that much. Uh, Just given the way that I'm going, Astros at home are 35 and 23. The Rockies on the road are 13 and 40. Okay. It's a good home team. It's a good home baseball team. And the Rockies are 13 and 40, but they've won four games in a row. Okay, that is something to be said about the Rockies. They've won four games in a row, but they are so good at home and they are so bad on the road. They beat the Marlins. They swept the Marlins three games in a row, but (laughs) they're on the road at the Astros. And generally, that means real big trouble for Colorado. Same thing can be said for the Diamondbacks. They are 14 and 43. Now at home, they're 21 and 35. Not much better. But on the road, the Diamondbacks are 14 and 43 and the Giants have the best home record in baseball, 35 and 17. I'm just going with the trend over the last four days where favorites have been cleaning house. And if I can't get this right, (laughs) this is just kind of the way I'm going. But these are kind of like the layup bets that should hit. But and watch that not hit, but I'm doing a two leg money line parlay. We're taking the Giants over the Diamondbacks on the money line, and we're taking the Astros over the Rockies on the money line. It's a plus 131 money line wager for a half a unit. Okay. Those are the three baseball plays for us here today. I'm bored. I don't love betting on baseball. My record on baseball is atrocious, like you guys know. And we can't get get me to Thursday, man. Get me to Thursday. Get me to the Discord bet. Get me to the the games we're going to be betting on coming up on Thursday. Absolutely cannot wait to go with Thursday night football because that's going to be a lot of fun here. On Thursday, we've got two games, Washington at New England and Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. Then on Friday, we've got Tennessee at Atlanta. Buffalo at Detroit and Dallas at Arizona on Chicago. Oh, sorry, on Saturday, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten preseason games on Saturday. Ten. <laughs> All right. So we got five games coming up Thursday, Friday, and ten games on Saturday. Let's just get through Tuesday and Wednesday and let's get to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and have some fun betting on preseason football. Yeehaw, let's go Mac Jones and the Patriots against Washington and their backups and where we go. So that's where we're going to be for the rest of the week. Again, the plays are Pirates, uh, Cardinals under nine and a half, Red Sox Rays over nine and a half, Moneyline Giants, Astros, two-leg Moneyline parlay, all three for a half a unit. My name is Matt Peralta. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt each and every morning. It's the Daily Juice Podcast right here on bettingpros.com. Always being brought to you by BetMGM.